welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie. It is, I always get ready to tell you the date and time, and I don't even know what it is. It's the first thing I like to tell you when I'm doing these podcasts, because sometimes the date and time is relevant. So you can put it all in perspective here. It appears to be, according to my new phone, Sunday, July 12th, 7.38 a.m. I've already been to Dunkin' Donuts, and I have my iced coffee. You can hear it there. And hopefully that will help this be a more productive little effort of making a podcast for you, a new episode of Talking with Bungie. You can hear some of the traffic outside and everything. You don't hear too much traffic on a Sunday morning. Nonetheless, we've got a little bit of a few things to discuss here. I wanted to give you some updates on the Kingdom of Bungie, and I'm just going to do another one of those solo podcasts, those solo episodes where it's just me rambling on. I had promised people when this first started that I would do that from time to time, and I like dabbling with the interviews and interviewing friends of Bungie about crossbows, about their crossbow hunting strategies, and I think that's important, and that will continue. But a lot of the episodes, I try to keep them like 15, 20 minutes long. I don't really want to monopolize all of your time for the entire week. So that's one of the reasons why I will try to keep these a little bit shorter. Try to keep a lot of the episodes going where I'm just giving you these little, uh, my thoughts, right? I'm just going to sit here and talk for a little bit and share my thoughts with you on a Sunday morning. And then I'll put it all together and upload it for you and you can listen to it. It gives you a little bit of extra death by bungee throughout the week. And I think that's important for people to have that little extra motivation to remain interested in crossbows and crossbow hunting. Very important. So to bring you up to speed, the title of this episode This episode of Talking with Bungie kind of says it all. Coronavirus has killed my bear hunt for this year, for 2020. To bring you up to speed on that and to bring to give, sort of give you a background on it, bear hunting is something I've always wanted to do. I've wanted to do that for a long time. I have watched, I think, every bear hunting video available on YouTube, all the Ontario, the the Quebec, Saskatchewan bear hunts. I've watched Maine bear hunts. I have watched uh, Western bear hunts. I've even found some Arizona bear hunts that look interesting, that sort of thing. I've spent a lot of time over the past couple of years, especially looking at websites for bear hunting lodges, bear hunting places, guides, that sort of thing, places where I could get that done. I am not the sort to just head out into the woods and do my solo hunt, my self-guided hunt, where I bait myself and then try and and shoot a bear that way. I'm very much interested in, at least at first, going somewhere with a guide who has a proven track record who can put me on some black bears and hopefully get a shot at a nice black bear to bring back home so that I can finally cook up some bear meat in a crock pot. (laughs) That's pretty much what I'm after here. I want a big old hide to hang on the wall and be proud of, or maybe even a full body mount, who knows, depending on the bear. So that's the kind of thing that I have in mind. That is sort of the plan, if you will, as far as the Death by Bungie bear hunting experience is. This year, 2020, remember, if you look back at the the story of Talking with Bungie, in fact, the entire Talking with Bungie podcast has a running theme of coronavirus, of COVID, as that has sort of gripped everyone and thrown everything into a tizzy. It has disrupted everyone's life. We can all agree on that. It has changed the way we do things, that is for sure. I've 
mentioned this in previous episodes, but I don't appear in court in person very much anymore. That's something I've been doing for over 20 years as a lawyer. And now when I go to court, it's on the computer out of my office. And I sit there on a laptop and I zoom over the webcam and I talk to the judges and I've become pretty good at it, I think. I'd have to pat myself on the back a little bit here. I think that my office and indeed our entire courthouse personnel and the outlying courthouses, everybody really has come together and done a really good job of keeping Bradford County's legal system, at least Bradford County's criminal justice system, moving ahead very nicely. I'm quite proud of that. There are some counties in Pennsylvania, some counties in the state, uh, but also nationwide that are talking about going to night court to get caught up on their backlog of cases that they could not handle during the pandemic. Well, Bradford County does not have a backlog. We are pretty much up to speed. That was my new phone going off there. I'm going to turn that off. We don't need to be listening to that. It's vibrating during this podcast. Bradford County stayed up to speed by using the latest technology that was available to us. It became authorized by our state Supreme Court, and we have pulled through the pandemic very nicely. At least, again, as far as the area of law that I am involved with. So I'm quite proud of that and quite happy to be working with such great people countywide because we pulled together and we got that done. Can't say so much for uh, states and countries when it comes to bear hunting. Now here's what's going on. I had a few outfitters up in Canada picked out and I didn't pay any deposits last year. I'm extremely happy that I did not. Now if you pay a deposit a year in advance, That gives you the guarantee, so to speak, to the extent that you can get a guarantee in this world, that you will have an opening, an option, an opportunity to go up and use that outfitter in September when you go up there for a fall bear hunt. I'm not so much interested in a spring bear hunt yet. Uh, That's something that is available in certain places, but I'm more of a fall bear hunt kind of guy. I'm looking to sort of make that my September trip, if that makes any sense, because the bears typically start in August or September. Normally, if you watch Death by Bungie, I've been going to Maryland now for eight years. This will be my ninth year going to Maryland if I go down here, which I have plans to do so now. But I've been really, really successful and really, really blessed with the opportunities that I've had in Maryland. And I love going there. It's a five-hour trip for me. Perfect. Get in there. I know the place. I know the stands. I know the hotels. I know the people. I just feel really comfortable down there. And it's like a home away from home. I love it. And I would hate to give that up. I would probably, I don't foresee me going through an entire hunting season without spending some time in Maryland. It's just what I do. It's just, it's just part of me now. So that may change down the road, but there's no immediate plans to change that. But I would like to do the fall bear hunt, and that is a good opportunity to be had in September or late August, depending on when you want to go. Now, August for me is Crossbow Appreciation Month, right? 2020, the coronavirus is not going to stop us. We are going to have a Crossbow Appreciation Month. It's going to be tons of fun. I have all kinds of interesting events planned for Crossbow Appreciation Month. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rich, wait a minute. You have events planned for Crossbow Appreciation Month? How can we have events? There's a pandemic. And it's up and down and there's spikes and it might be coming back. We may have a second wave. Very seriously could have a second wave. If you look back at the Spanish flu, for example, in 1918... I think that came out in February of 1918. Didn't go away till 
April of 1920, over two years. So it was a long time, and it had four waves. It infected a third of the Earth's population, killed millions and millions and millions of people. Very serious thing. This, you know, we've taken some legitimate serious steps to curtail that here, but it's still, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I think this stuff is still coming back and up and down in other places. And what shocks me about this is it's coming back in June and July. What's up with that? Nobody gets the flu in June and July, but apparently you do. Apparently I was wrong on that. So there's lots of unknowns with this stuff, and it throws it up in the air. Currently, our August meet and greet, along with everything else in Crossbow Appreciation Month, is still on. The meet and greet, for those of you who might have some interest in it, is scheduled for, I think, August 15th and the 16th if needed. If you need to come back a second day to hunt, we could always do that on the 16th. But essentially, it's August 15th that weekend. It is at the Tioga Boar Preserve in Tioga County, Pennsylvania. Tioga, Pennsylvania. Tioga County, Pennsylvania. And really neat group of guys out there. I really love those guys. We've been there a few times. And it is a fenced-in, preserve-style hunt. Guaranteed opportunity here, This is which is what you want in August. And this is why I like this style of hunt for August. Is because I go over there, and any gear that I'm going to be using, that I have tested all summer long, been working on all summer long, I get an opportunity to use that gear in a controlled environment where I'm not worried about losing an animal because I've got guides and other people there to help me secure that animal down the road, to find that animal, to get that second shot if I need it, like last year. Previous efforts didn't need a second shot. This year, this last year, I needed a second shot in order to get that boar down. But I had other people watching the animal and helping me make sure that I could secure that second shot and take that boar home with me. Really great group of people, like I said. And we had a blast last year. There were four of us going. There were four other people going, me, my daughter, and then four hunters who are friends of Bungie uh, joined us on that. We've got a dozen or more people this year, so it's it's grown uh, exponentially. I This will be the second ever Death by Bungie meet and greet. And meet, of course, is spelled M-E-A-T. That gives you all the details on the meet and greet. If you are interested in participating, there's a limited amount of slots available if you wanted to do that, it is quite expensive. Pennsylvania boar hunts are not a cheap venture because we don't have, this is just not the, the boar's native range. That's a big reason for it. There aren't a lot of those outfits here. So if you're interested in doing that, I would say go to deathbybungie.com, click on meet and greet 2020, and go look at the details on there. Go to the Tioga Boar Preserve website, read their stuff, the Tioga Ranch website, read their stuff, read the prices, all that stuff. If you're interested in it, um, then by all means, uh, try to join us for that if you could do it. But with COVID coming, we've got to make some arrangements. It's going to be look a little different, I think, this year. We're going to have to respect uh, there's some, because you're going to have all manner of people there, right? The guides are around people all the time. Not all of our hunters are going to be around people all the time. Some of our hunters are older. Some of our uh, hunters will have uh, some health issues or whatever. And probably none of us will have had the coronavirus that we know of. So we're going to have to take some kind of precautions to be determined to make sure we don't go infecting people. I don't want to get sick and I don't want my daughter to get sick and I don't want to bring stuff back home and I don't want to infect my family and I don't want you to infect your family or other hunters to infect other friends of Bungie or their family. So we got to take some precautions there and figure out what we're doing, but it's going to happen. And if it can't happen that weekend, we'll make arrangements. We will postpone it. We'll do what we got to do. And I will do my best 
Bungie will do its best to accompany you in one capacity or another to go there and spend some time on the Tioga Ranch with you so we get a chance to see this meet and greet through. Back to the bear hunting. So I like to have that meet and greet in order to set up for my September hunt. This year what I was hoping to do was secure an opportunity for a bear hunt in September and make that my September hunt instead of my normal traditional annual trip to Maryland. Keep drinking the iced coffee. That'll make these podcasts all the better for both of us. <laughs> so what I do is I get on the websites and I had emailed a whole bunch of outfits up in Canada. All right. I've been doing that since probably March or April about what's any opportunities for crossbow hunters for September bear hunts. And I wasn't getting any feedback, really. I wasn't getting the different ones that I had selected over the years that I had sort of bookmarked of these different uh, guide services up there, these different outfitters. I didn't get any responses. And I didn't get anybody saying, oh, yeah, we got all these opportunities or whatever else. And it really was due to the COVID. I don't doubt that. I ended up going on, looking around on websites to find out about COVID because I got to thinking, wait a minute. I don't know that I can go to Canada, can I? I don't know that. I haven't really, I haven't been to Canada in a couple of years, several years. And I do have a passport. I'm, I'm legal to go to Canada. And I look it up and sure enough, uh, you can't go to Canada if you're an American, pretty much. You can go to Canada. You can cross the border if you have essential travel. In other words, you work up there in one of the industries that they deem essential. Or... If you get to the border, you have to have a written plan with you of how you are going to quarantine for 14 days before you enter the general population in Canada. Now, that makes it sound like you're going to jail because when my clients end up in jail, they go into quarantine first before they go into the general population at the jail. So that sounds horrible, doesn't it? But that's the world we live in. Go across the border, you're a prisoner basically somewhere, quarantined up until such time as you have spent two weeks and you are symptom-free and then you can move into the population. So that pretty much sealed Canada off for me. Uh, my research, my review of the websites and their information up there, very clear that hunt, bear hunting is not considered an essential activity to Canadians. Um, that's a shame. They kind of let me down on that one <laughs> because to me, bear hunting is an essential activity. Do you remember back in the spring? Do you remember that? Do you remember all the videos I did of scouting on the state game lands here in my home county? I went all over the place. There was a lockdown. There was a quarantine here in Bradford County. I didn't have any trouble with it whatsoever. It did not change my life in any way. I mean, I had to wear a mask at the grocery store and I had to, you know, sh I shopped once a week. We brought everything home. We sanitized everything, left it outside on the back porch if we could before we would bring it in house, that sort of thing. Just taking those extra precautions. And then uh, I would run my mask and my other outfits through the Ozonics machine, stuff like that. But once you take all those precautions, essentially I was allowed to travel for outdoor recreation, allowed to travel for exercise, and that's what the, uh, the state game lands were for me. Fortunately, they, did, they shut down our shooting ranges that are opened by the, the state, but they, that's because they didn't want people congregating at them, and there's no way to sanitize them, and they don't really have the staff to go policing that either and making sure people are using them one 
at a time and cleaning in between people and all that. So at the peak of this thing, there really was no way for them to keep the ranges open. And I don't use the ranges anyway. I'm, I'm a crossbow guy. I shoot that in the backyard. So, but the, all the state game land hunting and my spring gobbler, I was able to do just as bad a job this year with spring gobbler hunting as I do most years. So <laughs> that didn't, didn't affect me in any way. I've spoken with my guide in Maryland, who I typically use, and speaking with him, he told me that, yeah, throughout Spring Gobbler, they were wide open and even the hotel stayed open. So he didn't have any problems, even at the peak of the pandemic. That gives me a really good feeling about going back there this fall, if need be, because it sounds like Maryland is on the ball here. They're going to allow me to travel there to hunt. They're going to allow me to use their hotels to stay there while I hunt, and I can continue to pursue that same activity in Maryland. Maryland's right there for me, right? Pennsylvania, my home state, right there for me. They got my back for my outdoor activities. You can't beat that. Canada, not so much. So I start looking around for other options for a fall bear hunt. And I thought, what state allows bear hunting over bait and has a whole bunch of bears. And then I thought, you know, Maine. Maine is like the Canada of the United States, isn't it? <laughs> it's way up north. So it's like that's a perfect place to go. I'm thinking, wow, I will set something up for Maine. And maybe I can, down the road, get a really good relationship with an outfitter in Maine. Someday I'll draw a Maine moose tag maybe and i'll go hunt a moose in maine i'm looking over this lot the different lodges up there and i spent a few hours on the internet there looking at different lodges looking at different outfitters and i settled on one and i i thought this is going to be fantastic this is going to work out good and maybe this is even better than going to a foreign country i'm very interested in eventually going to foreign countries to hunt i think that's Part of what I'm trying to do here is expand my horizons, right? I'm trying to expand the kingdom of Bungie. Uh, we've already conquered Maryland. We've conquered Pennsylvania. Bungie and I have, right? The kingdom of Bungie needs to be expanded. Someday I'm going to conquer Texas. I'm going to conquer, with Bungie's help, Ohio, Africa, Mexico, Canada, all these different places. They need some attention from me and Bungie. So... My book that's coming out talks about why I'm on this sort of a crusade to go to these different countries. I got my book coming out in August, too. So Crossbow Appreciation Month, I'm telling you, hang on here. Stick with Death by Bungie and stay tuned because you're going to get some interesting stuff coming down the road. The book goes into a lot of detail about this stuff and why traveling is kind of the, the future of Death by Bungie, or at least a big part of it. After I settled on an outfitter in Maine, I give him a call and I talk to who's one of the nicest people I ever talked to in my life, right up my alley. These are, you know, when you talk to somebody and you can tell they're kind of like you or you can talk to somebody and find out, you know, they're, they're okay, but they're not like me. You ever get that feeling, that sort of that impression? And that's kind of the impression I got here when I was talking to her. She, I'm like, this woman's like me and my family. Like, I can fit in with these people, right? So I got the warm and fuzzies, okay, is what I'm saying. I picked a good one. I got lucky because I got... I felt good with that initial connection, and that's very important. You're going to spend some money up there. You're spending a week of your life up there. You better be around people that you like, that you can tolerate, and that can tolerate you, right? Uh, and, and even better, that you can get along with. And I really got that impression. And so I'm all done. We, I gave her all my information. I took, she answered all my questions. I had a list of questions that I went through, a short list of various questions that I had about little specific things. The website was very detailed. I complimented her on her website, and she appreciated that. But it was really one of the best websites that I had come across. 
And then when we get all done, she's like, I need your deposit. Send that to me at this address. I take down the address. We're ready to go. And she says, oh, by the way, one last thing. Before you send me that check, I want you to know that currently under Maine law, you will need to present tests showing that you are negative for coronavirus, negative for COVID, that were taken within 72 hours of your arrival here in Maine. If you don't have that, I can't let you stay at my lodge. You can't hunt with us. And you lose your deposit. How's that? <laughs> How's that? That was the last thing she told me. And she really, I don't know that she even had to tell me that. That's my job to know that. That's my job to go on the internet and look up Maine and see what their travel restrictions are. Man, does that change things, huh? That's different. That's a lot. That's quite a bit of, re of responsibility there. So I said, well, okay, pencil me in, leave me on your list, but I'm not going to send you a check until I know I can get that test done. So I call my doctor. This is what I did this week. I call my doctor, my normal doctor, right, or family doctor. And I tell them my situation. They're like, well, uh, we can put in a request for a test, but we don't do the test unless you're sick. So unless you're having symptoms, I can't really do the test. So that's out because I don't have any symptoms. And hopefully, come September, I don't have any symptoms. If I do have symptoms, I'm not going anywhere, that's for sure. So that's out. Now, Walmart and CVS, they do tests for COVID. I actually looked online at Walmart, and they said, currently due to the demand, five to seven days to get your test results back. CVS won't do the test for you unless you have symptoms. Walmart... Five to seven days, I appreciate that they're offering this service, but it doesn't do me much good. doesn't do me much good. And I'm not sure who that does any good for. I'm not interested in knowing if I was sick five to seven days ago. That doesn't interest me. I want to know right now if I'm sick, and that way I can take some precautions right now to do something. Finding out a week later doesn't help me much. I'm not sure why... It's been a hundred years since the Spanish flu, right? And the best we can do today is tell somebody after a week or so whether or not they were sick last week. That doesn't seem real useful to me. I'm not sure why medical science, that's the best they got. But this is a requirement. It's the world we live in, and I, I'm not going to, there's not too much I can do about it. It is what it is. So currently, right now, on this date, I think we said it was July 12th. It does not look like I'm going to go hunting this fall, uh, at least not for bears. I mean, I'm, I certainly have other plans, and I've got tons of plans, and don't worry about that. There's going to be tons of hunts for Death by Bungie if you're interested in that stuff, so there's plenty of adventures to come, but bear hunting probably will not be one of them unless I can figure out something with that. Now, the other thing is, is between now and September, this whole thing may change, and we may not have that same travel restriction from one state to another. It blows my mind that I am not allowed to go from one state to another. That kind of blows my mind. As a lawyer, it blows my mind. And as a hunter, it blows my mind that I can't just drive somewhere and go hunting. I, that just is bordering on unacceptable to me. But it is what it is. And it's not a battle I'm going to fight. So uh, it certainly is not one I'm going to invest a whole bunch of money in, that's for sure. So that's where I'm at right now. The coronavirus has gotten the best of my bear hunting plans, at least for the moment. I would make plans for 2021. But, good Lord, that, at this rate, like I said, the Spanish flu was around for two years or whatever it was. 
we might be dealing with this next year for, we might be dealing with this for who knows how long, right? There's talk of vaccines and all that good stuff. Maybe that changes the world. I don't know. We shall see. That is an update from the Kingdom of Bungie. That's an update from our bear hunting plans, an update on those. If you have suggestions for me on where I can get a test that's legitimate and I can get it with a 72-hour result and you think that will still be available in September, please let me know. That way I can do something about it and maybe pull this off. But if not, so be it. I hope that you're, uh, and I don't make the, want to make this whole podcast sound like I'm a whiny, self-centered uh, little guy here, okay? I don't want you to think that I am not aware that you and your families have exactly the same kind of struggles with this coronavirus stuff. And maybe it's not bear hunting, but there's things in your everyday life that are affected by this. So we struggle with that. So I'm not uh, forgetting about that. And I do hope that all of you are doing well as far as your struggles with this stuff is concerned. I know people have lost their jobs, and this is horrible, right? So this has been a, a burden for everyone, and I don't want to make it sound like, you know, somebody lost their job, and I'm worried about whether or not I can go bear hunting. It, it is what it is. But this is just the relevant, the crossbow hunting relevant portion of how coronavirus has affected me, and I thought you might find that interesting. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Talking with Bungie, and until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie.